Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 117. I'm your host, Alejandro Oveda. I want to thank you for pushing play, and what another great week. I got to tell you, uh, a lot has happened. Uh, a lot is happening. A lot is going on. Uh, I love where things are going with the podcast, and I love the support that I've been seeing these last few weeks. Uh, you guys are amazing. You guys have been really stepping up and showing me exactly where uh, this podcast lays with you guys. And I, I want to tell you, it has been a, a long road coming. Uh, you know, we're still coming out every Thursday. Make sure you guys are sharing the podcast. Make sure you guys are letting people know we are here. We are really trying to make a, a stance in this podcast game in Fresno. And, you know, uh, we're we're chipping away little at a time. Uh, I just want to let you guys know that you guys can always message me at uh, theblazepodcast559 at gmail.com. If you guys have any feedback, if you guys have any Anything to ask or, or tell, please uh, contact me at my email. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and all the other social media platforms. I don't really use Twitter too much, but Instagram and Facebook are usually the meet, uh, the uh, platform mediums to get a hold of me. Um, but you know, this week has really been uh, one of those one of those weeks. You know. If something goes wrong, it felt like everything was gonna go wrong. Uh, but you know, we really, we really stuck it out. Had had a, had a great week. Ended up really just shaking it off at the end. Um, didn't really have much to do other than uh, really work. Try to get uh, prepared for the podcast this week, which I was super excited to record. There's a lot that I wanted to talk about this week that, that has a lot of. Uh, a lot of meat to it, so I, I really just wanted to jump in, but before, I just want to let you guys know that, uh, you know, this podcast is definitely something uh, I want to involve everyone with, so I would love to get, you know, some calls in, some questions asked, or maybe uh, start a, a new segment with uh, a guest every week on the podcast. Uh, this is something that I want to implement. I'm not saying a, a guest uh, like a like Blaze talks, but a guest uh, that I or or guest messages, I would say. Um, if it has to be with maybe you guys uh, asking a question, maybe uh, starting your own segment, and and I can bring it onto the podcast. You know, there, there's a lot of things that I was thinking about, but uh, I do need a lot of your guys's, you know, um, support with it. Uh, but it, it, it's going to be, it's going to be real short, real easy, uh, nothing that that's going to change the podcast all too much, but I definitely wanted to start implementing something with the, with, uh, with a fan, with fan mail or, or something, uh, in that nature. Uh, to me, I was really thinking of having it where, you know, uh, it's just a, a random segment where, you know, you guys create something the dialogue you know we start talking about maybe something if it's controversial then we then we start talking about it controversial if it's something that it's just like red or blue then red or blue you know but um i really just wanted to to implement something new something exciting something that involves you guys um this is gonna be brand new and i i i think it's a great idea i just 
I just uh, would like to see if it will work on this podcast. Uh, but besides that, you know, we, we really still got out there. We were able to fish. Uh, we did a little bit of night fishing over the weekend, last weekend. Um, actually didn't even know you, you couldn't uh, park in the day use areas. I guess they're day use areas or in the in the little coves at Bass Lake. We got rolled up on, on uh, some some cops. Uh, they thought we were partying down down at the at the at the lake, uh, shine their lights on us. They're, they're like, where are you guys partying down there? And we, uh, we got, the cops got called on you guys or, I, I don't know. I just, to me, it just felt like they had some kind of issue, uh, because it was my wife driving and three of my cousins, you know, and his wife or my cousin and his wife. So it was kind of an awkward situation, you know, felt like he was looking for a reason to uh, get us. He, he kept asking us, like, what's in the cooler or stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, we're already, like, packed up and already ready to go. Like, if you were re- willing to ask all these questions, you should have already been, like, before when we were like packing up to go, you know, it's like you saw the lights, you saw us really down there. Uh, we weren't really doing much other than fishing. Uh, that that's it. Like I said, I haven't been, I haven't had a drink of beer besides having it with my father-in-law for his retirement. So, you know, I, I've been pretty good on that end. Just trying to, uh, keep it cool. You know, I, I've been, I've been really enjoying, uh, sobriety to me it, it's it's more clear-headedness but at the same time I do miss a little beer uh, here and there and I, I don't think I'm gonna not drink ever I just think uh, you know I, I've been trying to just calm, calm it down a little bit but besides that this weekend uh, like I said my my father-in-law also retired this weekend and there's so much going on that it's hard to really just get it all going uh, we also uh, celebrated Mother's Day real real late. Uh, my mother-in-law came back into town. Um, so we ended up getting a boat for Monday. We were out on the water on Monday for uh, 10 hours. Um, but what an amazing experience to be able to just, you know, be with family and just enjoy, just enjoy the outside, the nature. Um I know I, I we really don't get to do that very often with uh, my wife's side of the family, so it was really exciting. It was really something new that we've never really done, and we're trying to do that more often. We're really trying to make it a, a point to just get out, uh, get out in nature. But besides, you know, fishing and all that, I to to really sum it up, my finger has been been really on the fritz um the first two days that it happened um it was it wasn't i didn't feel like it was healing really well um so i you know i told when i went back to the doctor i told him you know i had a little bit of pain in the finger um and that it like I, it was a little bloody you know so they ended up putting me on modified work. So I've been working on modified work for the last week. 
Um, terrible, by the way. I'm to me is yeah. I don't I don't want to be unmodified, but I'm not trying to re-injure my finger, uh, which it felt like my boss honestly wanted me to do. Uh, I'm not too sure why, uh, but to me is like you know I'm gonna fight for what I think is right. And what's right is that my doctor put me on modified. So I've been working on modified for the last week. Uh, I do have a have a um, doctor's appointment today. Uh, we'll see if, if it's all healed up. But this has been the honestly the thing, the, the kicker for the week. My finger has been the worst part of the week. It, it, you know, it's just frustrating. It's embarrassing. It's tormenting um you know i haven't really been able to do much around the house um the stuff that i do do it's it's been really half ass uh and it's noticeable you know it, to me it's noticeable um but i just i'm just hoping that it's healing i hoping that the doctor gives me good news today lets me know i could probably use this hand that way I'm not having to be unmodified, but I don't want to re-injure it. I don't want to keep it, you know, bloody. <laughs> but I have been taking good care of it, been really just keeping it bandaged up, uh, leaving it off for a couple hours a, a day, trying to air it out. Um, but that's really been the, the depressing part of the week. And, you know, it really had to lift up my spirits this week. I, I was listening to a lot of new music. And the music this week that I wanted to talk about was actually a new artist that I never heard before. Um, she goes by the name The Kids Are Coming. Oh, no, not The Kids Are Coming, Tones and I. Uh, but her EP is called The Kids Are Coming. Uh, it was dropped in 2019. And this artist is a, is one of a kind. I, I, she, she reminds me of an Adele. Uh, one one of the kind. Um, her sound is incredible. Um, she was actually uh, a street artist before all uh, before she got famous, you know. And, and this is what what I like uh, the most is the story. Uh, and it's not a rag, rags to riches story. It's really just um, she had to believe in herself. Story. Uh, and these are the stories that really resonate with me the most. Um, especially because she's a female and, you know, just, it shows the strength that females have, uh, especially, uh, once they, once they get, uh, a dream and, and they, and they go for it and persevere and they, they usually overcome all the obstacles. And that's why I look up to a lot of women, um, especially strong women. Um, but she is, uh, from Australia, um. And her breakout uh, single was Dance Monkey, which was released in her EP on uh, May of 2019. Um, and I, her, her, her sound is R&B folk, folk, like her, 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 uh, set, her, the way that she sounds sounds like a folk song singer. Uh, with a lot of electric, with a lot of uh, pop, it, it, I don't know how to explain this this genre for for you, but she has so many different types of 
uh, cadences that she uses with her voice. Um, and I, to me, she is not glamorous. You know, she doesn't claim to be glamorous or anything. She's a real person. And that's something that I gravitate towards too, especially when it when it when it comes to image. Uh, I'm not a big image person when it comes to music, uh, especially when when it when it comes to great music. Um, the music speaks for themselves, and I think that we got to continue to support uh, women and and support uh, the image. The image is not everything. Um, you know, we we live in a in a world that image takes over sometimes all other creativity or um, potential, you know, and this is something that I, I, I want to just change in the world and really try to support the people that really uh, struggle on, on those things and, but, but really strive on other aspects of their lives, you know, and I'm, I feel like I'm one of those, one of those people, you know, I feel like I, I Sometimes you have to overcome uh, certain obstacles in life, you know. You have to start believing in yourself because of that self-doubt. Uh, and that was a, a big part of uh, why I started this podcast. And I, probably the same reason for her is the reason why she started singing. Um, but I really wanted to talk about uh, her, new so her new songs. Um, she has one song right now that uh, has me just amazed um it's called fly away it was actually released in 2020 um and she hasn't released any other songs uh except won't sleep uh which she released uh this month uh and i gotta tell you won't sleep was good but that fly away song is amazing I, I hope you guys check out Tones and I on 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 all your streaming services. Make sure you guys check out her videos. Uh, there, there's so much to say about this artist. I think I think I'm saying not enough, honestly. So make sure you guys check it out. Let me know what you guys think about Tones and I. But I was listening to new music. I was also watching some new shows. And this week, I wanted to talk about a new sitcom on Netflix. It's called The Upshaws. Uh, the Upshaws is about an Indiana uh, family, uh, working class family, African American, uh, who struggles really uh, to make it as a family. Uh, when I say make it as a family, I mean, you know, everybody has their rough patches and everybody has their, their dysfunctions. Um, but the, but the, but the thing is how, how do, how do you learn from those, uh, those issues? How do you learn from, uh, sometimes the guilt, sometimes coming out of the, out of the woodwork to, uh, really change to, to be a better man or a better person. Uh, this is a really great show that that really sh entails a lot of different um, issues families go through. Um, it's it's uh, written and produced by Mike Epps and Wanda Sykes, two of my, the best comedians um, ever. Uh, and I gotta tell you, uh, I was really impressed with 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 everything that they had to to. Uh, to give us um they're real short 
episodes, about 25 to, to 30 minutes. Um, and each episode, well, I'll just say the first episode was definitely something hard, harder to watch. Um, you had to really watch that episode to understand the characters and uh, what you're going to see throughout the, the show and, and really fill out each character. Um, but the second episode, it really changed. Um, it really gave you some insight on uh, what what uh, what the two uh, Mike Epps, who plays Benny, uh, who Benny and his wife uh, tried to uh, rekindle some of the old old uh, you know the old ways, like uh, trying to just love each other for who they are rather than for what they do or what they don't do. Um, but then you end up getting into other episodes on, uh, you know, introducing another uh, kid in, in, into a blended family. And it just, there's a lot of issues that, that these, this family goes through and, and you see it throughout the show that, uh, that it actually is a good family show. If, if, uh, if it needed to be, I don't. I don't think it's for everybody, uh, but I think it definitely is entertaining, and it, and it has a good message uh, towards what I, I guess uh, the what a black family is kind of labeled and, and seen as. Um, but I, I didn't. I didn't like that first episode. It kind of got ignorant. It kind of got out out of touch uh, for me. But then. But then later on in the in the season, it really got a, a, a better, and I'm definitely gonna finish it off in the next couple of days. We got about a couple episodes left, so uh, make sure you check out the Upshaws on Netflix. Um, definitely funny. Uh, you'll 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 be laughing probably the whole time. So Mike Epps and Wanda Sykes, or or this was one of their probably best. Uh, pieces of work that they've done besides uh next friday or friday after next you know uh but make sure you check it out the upshaws on netflix and this week i would like to talk about the shocking number of uh, murders that got away uh in 2020 um there's been a lot of reports uh that re were released of public records that uh reveal a, a really startling number of murders that have yet to be unsolved. Out of seven, 73 homicides last year, 47 have yet to be solved. That's an incredible amount of number, and and that's the most in probably 40 years. Um, they said that they received about a 191-page document uh, detailing crime in Fresno last year. And when they uncovered these numbers, uh, which including... I think all of Fresno County, um, every three murders or, or every two out of three murders went unsolved last year. Um, that means a lot more murders were unsolved last year than any other year. And people are getting away with it. Uh, it's like we've never could get to, I don't know if we can get to those reports or if they're going to be able to, 
reopen those reports and try to crack the cases, but three out of four, I mean, that's, or two out of three, that's, that's really bad. Um, but they said that, you know, there's a lot of different other crimes too, not only, um, murder, homicide, robbery, aggravated assault, uh, burglary, uh, murder, I mean, murder, uh, GTA uh, all increased in, in 2020. Um, and that's like a 15% uh, spike in, in what was last year. Um, aggravated assaults was at a 19-year high. Uh, homicides were at a 26-year high. Um, and I think, you know, considering that we're a pretty big, you know, city... Um, we're seeing a rise in a lot of violent crime. Um, and I think we're no different than any other, you know, big city like like uh, the Bay Area or L.A. Uh, there is a big difference, though. You know, the, the culture here is a lot different than anywhere else. We live our gay culture in Fresno. Um, and and we see, we've seen the spike of violence, especially in this last week. You know, um, a lot of people don't realize Fresno is one of the one of the biggest little cities. You know, it's it, it, it's really big in in uh, numbers, but it has a really uh, small small mind mentality. You know, um, you've got tons of gangs here uh, and violent gangs. You know, um, an estimated I think twenty two or five thousand gang members. Um, in other smaller cities, while you have like 22,000 gang members here in Fresno alone, um, you know, it's just, it's just profound to, to hear, uh, the numbers compared to other cities. Um, but I think it takes a lot of, a lot of, uh, public help. It takes, uh, people to really come forth and talk about, um, this, you know, it, and that's what happens is you don't get a lot of uh, help from from the citizens. You know, people feel like uh, they they just don't want to tell, or they know if they tell, uh, they, someone might find out. Um, there's a lot of reasons why I think a lot of a lot of people don't come forth with information, um, but they've been ramping up the the police force here. Um, even though we we've had a lot a lot of less officers uh, from last year, uh, or or from the previous years, I should say last year that was probably the lowest amount of officers, um, especially trying to go through the COVID pandemic. Um, but I don't think the police is going to be the 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 kicker. I think to me, it's going to be uh, the people that surround the areas, you know, the people that are living amongst these um, criminals. And I think we have a, a far way to go, especially when it comes to uh, trying to make this a better place in Fresno. Uh, police force is is awesome, but we also got to think that's going to take a little bit from the people that are not doing anything wrong. Um, you know, they're, they're being proactive on this. Uh, they're definitely trying to 
find a solution. And I think with this proactive approach, uh, we're going to see a little bit less violence, but I think we're going to see more of a reactive state from from uh, the, these criminals, especially when you're seeing murders in, at the DMV. You see murders everywhere right now, and it doesn't only affect grown people. It affects kids. It affects women. It affects everybody right now. So I hope I, I hope that they're by doubling the, the resources in the gang enforcement, they're, they're really going to take uh, another approach and try to really uh, get the get the uh, residents to really help out a little bit and, you know, try to get these detectives to handle these homicide cases in an orderly fashion. Um, I know they're happening at a, at a high rate, but we got to get some kind of justice for these families. Um, and it's also the lack of consequences, you know, from the state. Um, I think if we were to uh, make violent crimes um, more harsh, uh, maybe we'd see less crime uh, among the cities, you know, in, in Fresno, in L.A., in the Bay Area. But being tough on crime goes beyond, I think, what the police force uh, could do. You know, tough on crime is what we vote into place, what we're voting for. And I know there's a lot of uh, controversial issues when it comes to this, uh, but seeing how the the crime rate has been going up right now, um, criminals realize that they're not getting caught, they're not getting any consequences, uh, they're not paying the price, uh, these families are not getting justice, um, and the narrative is really one-sided um, and definitely a big gap between, I think, people that have the same ideology. Um, so we have to really assess uh, what we what we what we deem safe, what we deem um, right, and especially going in the in the next uh, elections. Uh, especially when we're when we're implementing new laws, we have to vote f for value. We have to vote for um, better better uh, quality of living. Um, to me, you know, I'm not a I'm not a big cop. More more cop. I, I'm not I'm not for more cops, but I am for um, keeping our. Um, community safe and I'm also for advocating against crime amongst residents. It take it doesn't take the cop to really stop the the violence. It takes us as citizens to stop the violence. Um, but I feel like we're gonna get to these extremes where they're gonna be creating laws that are so unfair that are that are gonna take advantage of good people and they're gonna they're gonna prosecute the good people instead of the bad people. Um, so we got to consider both sides. We gotta we gotta come up with a solution to to that. And I, I'm not gonna say I have the solution, but I don't believe more cops is gonna be that solution. So I hope to hear what you guys have to think. You know, call call in or let me know in the podcast. Uh, 
would love to know exactly what you guys have uh, on your minds. You know, uh, we've seen the, the big spike of of the uh, pandemic violence. Um, we've seen murders. We've seen pepper sprays, <laughs> which happened last weekend at, at uh, in front of, uh, I think it was in and out um, or right there in front of River Park. Um, there's a lot going on, and, and I feel like uh, it's not being talked about amongst uh, us residents and people that are from uh, the community. So I would like to hear from you guys and let me know what you guys think about it. Now let's talk about some local music. And this week I want to talk about BKR's unmixed and unmastered uh, song that he featured with John Holiday and Envy the Turntablist. Uh, he has still been dropping a lot of music lately, uh, still dropping his unmastered, unmixed uh, versions of songs that he lost uh, from lost files uh, from before. Uh, this song right here, I wish would have uh, came out, would have had a nice hard copy of it. Um, John Holiday was the one that I, I think uh, made the beat. He uh, produced the beat and also uh, wrote wrote the song. Um, but I have to say, BKR uh, flavor on this really shook it up. Um, I'm a I'm a huge fan of this this uh, trio right here, BKR, John Holiday, and Emmy the Turntablist. Uh, it would be cool to see if they could do like an EP, uh, maybe bring back some of their old old flavor that they've uh, know are accustomed to bringing. Um, I've heard some John Holiday songs, but uh, I've heard some great things about him. I, I would love to hear a lot more from him. Um, and if you haven't heard the song, make sure you check out uh, Black Viv, Black Out Viv on YouTube at, on BKR Raps, or you can check him, uh, check out BKR Raps on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, make sure you guys are support all your local artists right now. I can't wait to get out to a show. Can't wait to see some live music. I think that's the one thing that I'm missing the most. And uh, definitely the podcast is uh, trying to get out there and, and really see some of that local talent. So make sure you guys are staying tuned for a lot more uh, local music here on the Blaze Podcast. Now let's talk about our local sports and our Fresno State Bulldogs. What a freaking game last uh, last week. Uh, they actually uh, beat USC 13 to 10 uh, on a great matchup with a grand slam to win uh, walk off. I mean, this this is amazing um, to see that the that Fresno State is putting together uh, a good uh, a good win. Um, they did lose to uh, Nevada in their three game series, uh, which the first game they lost six to nine. Uh, then they lost two to fourteen in seven innings, and then they lost their third game uh, one to three. But then they had a comeback win against USC, which kind of uh, made things better. Uh, but this week they'll be taking on uh, UNLV on a three-game series. Uh, they start May twenty-second on Saturday at one thirty-five um, at at uh, Fresno State. Uh, then their second game, which is a doubleheader, is at 5.05 on Saturday. And then uh, they'll be playing their third game on Sunday at 1.35. Um, the Bulldogs looking to, to at least get back into the to their winning ways. They're, they're only uh, four games 
or five games shy of uh, uh, having a 500 record. Um, they're 13 and 15 in the conference. Uh, so hopefully uh, this win against USC will put them in the right direction. And now for our Fresno State softball, um, our ladies are 36 and 10. Uh, they're now in the in the regional finals right now against uh, the Minnesota Gophers. Uh, but last week they they uh, split the series with San Diego State uh, one to two. Then they uh, won. Uh, they lost that game one to two, and then they uh, won their last two games ten to zero, and then four to one. Uh, this week they'll be, like I said, be playing Minnesota in what's to be a, a great game in the NCAA regional uh, playoffs. I think it's going to be on ESPN. It should be. Uh, I'm excited to see exactly uh, what what these ladies are going to do. Um, I know they're 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 definitely. Uh, they're definitely capable of uh, winning winning this this series, and I hope to to see a lot more from these ladies uh, in the playoffs. I'm excited. Uh, I know Fresno State uh, is excited for these ladies to to take on the playoffs. And now for our Fresno Grizzlies, who are ten and four, uh, this week they'll be playing the San Jose Giants in a three game in a four game series that starts Thursday, May twentieth, and ends. Tuesday, May 25th. Um, make sure you guys get your tickets. It's going to be a great series. Uh, I, the Grizzlies have actually been playing very well. Hopefully, uh, we'll be able to get out to go see a game. Haven't been really paying too much attention to the Grizzlies at this moment as Fresno State softball and Fresno State baseball have been my number one concern on the podcast. But now that the season has started and, and it's really uh, starting to progress, I'm going to start getting back onto the uh, Fresno uh, Grizzlies bandwagon and make sure we support all of our local teams. Um, I want to thank you guys for pushing play. Thank you for another great week. Make sure you guys are supporting all your local businesses, all your local artists, and all your local podcasts. I'm Alejandro Oveda. I'm signing off episode 117.